the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. we got a doozy of a game here on this hashtag tequila Thursday, Lundy, as the Green Bay Packers uh, go to the desert in search of water and maybe wide receivers uh, because they are down Devontae Adams and Al Lazard. Uh, heavily publicized those two absences, both those guys on the COVID-19 list. Their defensive coordinator uh, is not with the team either. He's on the COVID-19 list. Uh, so hopefully no positive tests will pop up uh, before game time. But right now, we've seen some shifts in the total and in the spread. Remember, originally opened at Arizona minus three. It spiked once the Adams news hit the wire all the way up to six and a half. It's backtracked a little bit. Arizona laying six in this game, and the total has come down. It is at a 50 flat. So, no Yarmy mateys, no Captain Hooks on either the side or the total, but give me a pick on the side and give me a game score prediction, my man. I'm tired of all these people picking Arizona, picking Arizona, and picking Arizona. And of course, I'm speaking against the spread. Arizona 28, Green Bay 24. Give me Green Bay to cover mm. and give me the over uh, in this one because, Brad, you can load all the coordinators onto a bus and send them across the border. Do you know what Green Bay has? A.A. Ron. And as far as I'm concerned, he is the coordinator for this yeah. team. So. Uh, I'm going to continue to have faith in Aaron Rodgers. I do believe that Arizona will remain unbeaten, but I think this is going to be closer than a lot of the picks are making it out to be. Yeah, maybe Antonio Freeman, Robert Brooks, Jordy Nelson, uh, Sterling Sharp. He still looks pretty good uh, in his advanced age. Maybe one of those guys can come out of retirement and catch the balls with this Packers team. But you're right. It's the mind of Rodgers. Going up against this Arizona secondary uh, that has given up, though, just 217.4 pass yards per game and 1.3 passing touchdowns per game. But uh, I am a part of the flock. I am part of the sheep. Uh, I'm going to go with the entire group and say Arizona covers. So I'm going to go 31 to 19. I will lay the six and I'm going to take the under. In this matchup, actually, it's now a push. Uh, it wasn't an, an under yesterday by old Captain Hook Yar. So right now it's a push. But 31-19, to 19, Desert Birds hold home court. You and I will agree to disagree here on, again, this hashtag. Which means Thursday. I'm going to be on that bus with the coordinators <laughs> um, headed across the border. Uh, can, you, can you put Matt Nagy on that bus for me, please? And send There's a few... There's a few people that should be on that bus, Brad, Matt Nagy, Vic Fangio. Uh, we could load up a lot of dudes that should be on that bus right now. Yeah, we could uh, solve a national crisis, uh, at least tied to the NFL. That's for sure there. With that, a bartender, bartender, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, as we always do here on the Thursday broadcast, uh, it's props, props, some more player props here on the Fade the Noise pod. Uh, let's start off with the dachshund of the desert. Now, truth be told, a little early bonus time. Uh, Lundy, I am on the over uh, 27 and a half rush yards for Kyler Murray. I know he has gone for just uh, one, six, and ten rush yards in the last three. That sh sore shoulder uh, really being a motivator as to why he is not running more opportunistically or, or on design runs either these last three weeks. But Green Bay has given up 34 rush yards per game at the quarterback position. Four guys have gone over the 27-and-a-half proposed line, so I think he'll do the damage on the ground, but not as much through the air. Give me the under on 275.5 pass yards. Now, this opened 
at 258 and a half. So there was a great middling opportunity if you got in on the early line and now you want to, you know, try to hit it square in between this top end line at 275. Uh, I think it's just too aggressive, too rich. Uh, he has been under this number in four straight games. Uh, the first three weeks he was over it against Tennessee, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. But those secondaries, uh, nowhere near. Uh, the stoutness of Green Bay's as the Packers have allowed just uh, 6.73 pass yards per attempt, 229.9 pass yards per game to opposing signal callers this season. So even down Jair Alexander, uh, Eric Stokes, and Razul Douglas have been rather formidable uh, in that defensive backfield. So again, I'm over on the rush yards prop for Kyler Murray, but the pass yards, I just don't see him getting there. I think he's going to wind up in that you know 260 to 265 range when it's all said and done. So fade or follow under Kyler Murray, 275.5 pass yards. Uh, pull this one from DraftKings at minus 115. I'll follow on it. This one is going to be the straddle that you talked about. I think anybody that snagged the over there at 258 is probably going to feel pretty good, but 275 is too high. It it wouldn't surprise me at all to have this the the stat line for Kyler Murray feel like almost a mix between what uh, Heineke did against the Packers and what Jared Goff did. Goff had about 245, I think, through the air and about 38, 40 on the ground uh, in total. And I could see Kyler being in that 260, like you just said, 260, 264 range for yards and then give him another 40 to 43 on the ground. Uh, so he stays under on this passing total. But I'm with you, by the way, on the bonus choice uh, on the over on his rushing. I do think he's going to snag that one again this defense but I don't expect this like 325 and three touchdowns kind of affair this Packers secondary while not the best in the league is also not the worst run Kyler run but leave that pistol in the holder number four all right let's move on to one of Kyler Murray's uh, favorite targets and a man who is doing cannonball splashes in the fountain of youth it's none other than AJ Green who I think was born in the Cretaceous uh, period, Lundy. So he's been on Earth uh, for an eternity. Uh, but the, uh, what is he, like 33-year-old? Thir- I don't even know. He's a hell of a lot younger than me, and I wish I was the same age as A.J. Green. But I am going to take the over, despite his advanced age, on 44.5 yards. Uh, you look at the matchup, you know, on paper, it's uh, a decent one for him as uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, they give it up just again, the 229.9 pass yards per game. But eight wide receivers have gone over this total against this secondary this season. Uh, Green, uh, he's only averaging five targets per game, but he's wide receiver eight right now in yards per target, 11.6. And he's averaging a robust 16.9 yards per catch, uh, seeing 37% of his action in the slot where you can can beat up the Green Bay Packers because Shandon Sullivan is the primary DB there, giving up a 71.4% catch rate. So, again, he's been over this at four of the last five. I think it's going to be five out of the last six. I think it's a four-catch, 55-60-yard game for A.J. Green. So the venerable wide receiver, former Bengal, are you with me on this one? And the over 44.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at FanDuel. Can we get four receptions? 
can we get four? That's the magic number for me with this number for him. I think if he finishes the game with three receptions, he's going to tuck just underneath it. If he gets four, he's going to clear it, and he's going to clear it comfortably. So I'll tell you what, Brad, I'm going to follow on this, but I'm also going to correlate because I think the only way he gets there is with four receptions. So I'm also going to drop an over bet on the three and a half receptions for him, even though it's been juiced up a little bit. I know at BetMGM it's minus 130. Um, I'm going to I'm going to be betting on both of these because if one hits, they're both going to hit. Yeah, no doubt about it. Sip on those holy waters, A.J. Green, and stay young. Take the over. Number three. All right, let's go to his tag team partner in that wide receiver room um, of A.J. Green's, and it's Christian Kirk. Give me the over on three and a half receptions. Uh, juiced up a little bit, minus 138, also pulled from FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, but you look at uh, what Christian Kirk has done here of late. Uh, he has been over this in five of seven contests. 11 wide receivers have gone over this mark against his Packers secondary. You know, Kirk is averaging 23.9 routes run per game, much like A.J. Green getting right around five targets per contest. But he's averaging north of this line at 4.3 receptions per game. Also seeing considerable action out of the slot at 38.9%. And when he has been targeted by Kyler Murray, an obscene 139.4 QB rating is what Kyler has posted. So, Kirk, I think it's a minimum four catches. Probably going to finish either right on this number or maybe one tick above it. But regardless, it'll pay out either way. Are you willing to shell out a little extra coin on the heavy juice at minus 138 at FanDuel? or follow. Man, I got I, I like the juice I talked about in the AJ Green, the minus 130. OK, but now we're getting into some big numbers here with Christian Kirk. And you know that every now and then a receiver just sort of disappears uh, from the box score. Um, I, OK, I'm going to follow, but I don't like the juice. How's that? Is that fair? <laughs> Um, yeah, that I mean, is I, fair. I, that is I mean, because I, I think he can get to four catches. I just don't know that that with this kind of juice, I might try to find myself some value on another prop bet uh, in this game, or maybe try to same game it with something else. Um, you know, not like a crazy four or five leg same gamer, but maybe just two that I put together yeah. just so this one doesn't isn't quite as um, isn't quite as nasty uh, of a pick because that is a lot of juice. So it's follow because I think he can get the four catches, but I want to find a way to be able to make it a little more profitable for myself. All right. Uh, same game parlay, my man. Greed. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, Gordon Gecko. I understand where you're coming from there. Greed is indeed good. Stick around for our top picks on Thursday Night Football Plus. Bonus time in the NHL and NBA. Number two. All right, back to the Sonoran Desert and a guy that is not going to squander his night and sit on a cactus. Uh, how about James Conner, uh, who is going to extend the arms and plays on the ground like a swaro there in the Sonoran. Give me the over 45 and a half rush yards. Uh, pulled this one at Caesars at plus odds, Lundy, at plus 100. Uh, this is a head scratcher to me. I don't really understand how this number has even come down. I got it at 47 and a half. I thought that was a good value. Uh, 45 and a half, obviously even better. So you might want to get on this now, folks, uh, before the line climbs back up because it should be north of 50. Uh, he has been above uh, 48 yards in the ground in three of his last four. Yeah, he's splitting the load with Chase Edmonds, getting 46.5% of the opportunity share, but 2.97 yak per attempt. That's top 20 in the NFL. Uh, top 10 in missed tackle percentage at 22.5%. And you look at Green Bay up front, um, they have been forgiving at times, giving up 4.18 yards per carry, 80.6 rush yards per game, and six 
uh, backers have gone over this number against the Packers this season, and I think Connor will be a lucky number seven. So fade or follow the Dominator. Over 45 and a half rush yards plus 100 at Caesars. And by the way, folks, still plus odds at tape time of this pod for an anytime touchdown for Connor that we talked about yesterday, and I locked and loaded that. Oh, plus odds on an anytime, the yardage. I like the anytime. This yardage one, I'm not as confident as you mm. are. Um, I, so I am going to fade you, good sir, on this one. But I, it's because I think it's going to be damn close. But when I'm thinking about it being close, I've just got this feeling that it's going to tuck right under, that it's going to look like the stat line he had against the Jags back in week three, where he had 11 carries for 43. I could totally see that happening in this game, and you and I just throwing shit at the television uh, <laughs> towards the third and fourth quarter when we, when we don't see him getting the ball to the belly. Uh, so I'm going to fade you on this one just because I actually think this is a closer number. Had this been at 40, I would have taken the under. So I'm on the opposite side from you where you felt good at 47, so you feel even better at 45. I felt good at 47 for the other reason. Uh, And so I'm going to fade you on this one. I think he finishes in the 40s, but I'm afraid he's going to tuck just underneath this. All right, you and I will agree to disagree. Number one. Oh, I think it's going to be a kumbaya moment here on this one on the podcast. We love everything related to Aaron Jones. How much and how willing are we, you know, desiring to go with that love? Well, that's going to be up to Lundy. Uh, but I'm still taking the over here on the 38 and a half receiving yards for Jones. Now, again, full disclosure, I got this right when it opened because I was waiting on it. And, folks, I don't have, like, an alert system or, you know, any kind of software that, you know, clues me in. Hey, this prop is live. It's available. It is old school me just hitting refresh constantly on my laptop or my phone until these lines populate. And that's what you got to do. You got to be a hawk to get in on some of these early values before the lines spike. And that was certainly the case here with Jones. Again, with Adams out, with Lazard out, I think he's going to go full Alvin Kamara from what we saw on Monday Night Football in that game. It was you know over 100 yards receiving, double-digit receptions. Maybe not that aggressive, but even if it's half as much, he's still going to be cashing across the board. So uh, I'm still over on this 38-and-a-half uh, receiving yards mark despite getting it at 30-and-a-half. Uh, Now, only one running back has gone over this total against Arizona this season. That was James Robinson back in week three at six catches for 46 yards. Uh, But this is an area of vulnerability in the flat against this defense as Arizona collectively uh, giving up a total of 40 catches for 288 yards to the running back position this season. So Jones, similar to Kamara, a guy that they're probably going to be shifting all over the place. They're going to line him up outside, in the slot, in motion, design screens, quick slants. I mean, he is a receiving du jour as a running back. So I think he's still going to creep over this number, Lundy, and a little added bonus time as well. Give me the over on four and a half receptions at minus 130. Give me an anytime touchdown on Aaron Jones at minus 110. You can still get that one right now at FanDuel Sportsbook. And I think he's going to hit the over two on rush yards, which has come down. It's, you know, it's kind of wobbled all over the place. It was like at 16 and a half at a peak. Uh, it fell back down to 56 and a half. I think now it's at 57 and a half. And I think he's going to get over that. He is going to be the centerpiece for this offensive game plan under Mike LeFleur tonight. So, a uh, fader follow basically the entire entree of offerings <laughs> with Aaron Jones. Uh, I'm going to follow on this one big time. Um, so, uh, to your point, uh, opened at 56, went up to 59, then went, I saw it at one point at 60 and a half. We're talking yeah. about his rush yards. I yeah. saw him at 60 and a half on Caesars. 
uh, and then it dropped back down. It's been uh, it's been all over the place. As I tweeted uh, last night, as the prop turns, <laughs> uh, because that thing just was jumping all over the place. So I'm with you on all the bonus time stuff that you said because I think it's worthwhile. And in, cla- in fact, I doubled down on the rush yards uh, because I took it over the the 60. I grabbed it again over at the 56. I like him over on the receiving yards as well, even though uh, the Cardinals have not allowed uh, anybody to do this outside of Robinson. They have shown vulnerability. Um, and if you go back and look at the game logs, they have given up yardage at times to the running back position, even if it wasn't all to the same dude. Difference is mm. it's going to all go to the same dude. Yep. Very similar that you said to the Camara performance. I think that's the same thing we're going to see out of Aaron Jones. So, yes, I'm all in on all the Aaron Jones props for tonight. All right. Uh, we know we got some bonus time action, Lundy, here. So let's get to it. And I've got an eight-leg same-game parlay. I'm going to fire off on it, and hopefully uh, I'm going to hit it. Uh, it's highly unlikely I'm going to hit it, and if I do hit it, we're going to break out the top-shelf tequila and party like it's 1999. But we got some other sports in action tonight, and I know you got some tickets fired off on that, so please share. Yeah, you just got seduced by the fact that you hit one of those same games finally. Well, we got to so go now back you're to like, that well, man. Those waters go. have been delicious. I got to go back, even though now you're drinking sand. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's start off in uh, the world of the NHL. I got two picks for you, two money line picks. These are individual, but if you want to parlay them together, go right ahead. I will take Carolina on the money line. They are at home taking on Boston. Boston is on the second leg of a back-to-back, and in their last five games that they have played on a back-to-back, uh, yeah, the Bruins are only one and four. So give me uh, give me Carolina to defend home ice and to take care of business against the bees. Uh, then over on the West Coast, because it is the best coast, let's go with San Jose on the money line against Montreal. San Jose off to a four and two start. I don't think this is truly who this team is, but I'm going to ride the hot hand while I can at the beginning of the season. Montreal has looked like absolute dog crap one and six. Uh, so far on the season, and one of those losses was about a week and a half ago to this San Jose team by the score of five to nothing. So I think the Sharks will take care of business yet again. Then in the NBA, um, I will take a rested Golden State Warriors team over a Memphis squad that is on a back-to-back and on the final game uh, of this road trip that they are on. Ja Morant has looked fantastic, but he still does not have his tag team partner in Dylan Brooks. So I will take Golden State at home. I will give up the spread as well, which early this morning was at minus five and a half. As of tape time, it's now to six. I mm. still like it. I think Golden State wins this by somewhere between seven and ten points. Yeah, and I tell you what, I'm going to piggyback on that Golden State game. My NBA player prop of the evening. Uh, give me Steph Curry over five and a half assists. In that game, minus 124 at FanDuel. Uh, he's had 10 dimes in two of his last three games. You look at Memphis, dead last in the NBA in the early season, adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.143 points per possession. And as a result, uh, it shouldn't be a shock to anybody, they've allowed the third most assists per game in the league this season at 28 per contest. So I think Steph, uh, he's got to be filling up the box score, you know, whether in points, uh, probably rebounds as well, three-pointers, and true to the theme here, assists on that over five and a half at minus 124 at FanDuel. All right, here it is, Lundy. Get your uh, pen and paper ready. Actually, probably should scroll this in pencil because you're going to have to erase several of these legs and replace it with something else you probably like a little bit better. But here is a an octo leg 
parlay. Same gamer for the matchup tonight between the Desert Birds and the Green Bay Packers. Here we go. Give me Arizona the money line. Uh, give me the over on 45 and a half. Give me Aaron Jones for an anytime touchdown. Aaron Jones over 24 and a half receiving yards. Aaron Jones, three or more receptions. Aaron Jones, uh, see so you're sensing the theme here, uh, over 44 and a half rush yards. Kyler Murray under 329.5 pass yards. And James Conner over 29 and a half rush yards. If all eight legs hit, that is a cool plus 750, my man. 750. Yeah. Ah, see, now I like yeah. see. sometimes you put together these longer ones and it still only comes out to be like plus 422, yeah, you know, something like, like that. 125. Yeah. Right. Because you go with some low thresholds. I do. Uh, but at 750, ooh, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Let's let's hope bonus time comes through. Yesterday, my, my big pain in the ass in yesterday's podcast, Brad, was that my two NHL uh, parlays that I gave each went one and one, but the four legger that I did that I didn't talk about on the <laughs> podcast, of course, hit. Uh, so you know, I I needed to have given everybody my four legger instead of the two individual two leggers, and everybody would have been celebrating in bonus time. Instead, we're probably getting people with you know rude gifts. Well, I will always take your four legger or two legger, Lundy. Whoa, and careful now. That is a perfect way to end this podcast. <laughs> Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there as well at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review, which it kindly helps out our show tremendously. And until next time, as always, fade or follow. That is up to you. Fade the noise.